Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you, well, in a rewind mode this week. I'm Lizzie, and Brian is editing a YouTube video right now for all of you to watch when it drops a little bit later today. And we are doing a little bit of, like I said, a rewind. We're looking back at some interviews while we kind of get our bearings together. Both Brian and I are kind of getting ready to move um, just to different places <laughs> Still in Chicago, obviously, but it's been a little bit of a hectic time moving things around on our end. But we were visiting some guests that we kind of haven't touched upon in a little bit, but are making super big waves right now in the music scene. And one of them is Haunter. They recently just hit 1 million streams on Spotify, which is absolutely insane. And they've been blowing up on TikTok. I know we talked about on Twitter, at least, that we need to get them back on the pod. But for now, we're going to just do a little bit of a throwback episode here and before we get back to that, we want to remind you that, one, we are on Threads because, of course, we are at Emo Social Club over there. Make sure you're also following us over on Instagram, too, since that's all linked together now. We're still on Twitter until it goes down in a blaze at X Emo Social Club X. And we're going to be posting a lot more regularly with a bunch of different clips and other hot takes that we do have over on TikTok at X Emo Social Club X as well. And hopefully you were with us this past weekend at Emo Night LA in Chicago. And it was a fucking blast. And we can't wait to see you guys for next month on August 4th for the Lollapalooza after show of Emo Night LA at Sub T. Make sure to grab your tickets because that's something that's definitely going to sell out. And you don't want to miss that either. Oh, also make sure that you're subscribing to us on our YouTube and anywhere else that you get your pods, specifically our podcast and rating us five stars as well. If you're over on Apple Podcasts, make sure you're leaving a nice little note there too if uh, you're so moved to do so. All right, I'm gonna just jump right into it so you guys can get this nice little hit of nostalgia to remind you how rad as fuck Haunter is and how much you should be throwing ass to their songs. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with our new friends and Haunter, Mike and Mark. Thanks so much for joining us this evening, guys. We appreciate you ha being here. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Our, our pleasure. I'm Mike. Uh, what do you both I've do in the band? And we, we decided it was a, how do you, how do you like your coffee? How do you take your coffee? How do you drink? coffee what is coffee uh strong basically <laughs> like i'm just i'm getting like quad lattes or just Ooh. i don't know i'm going as, as strong as possible at all times okay. but um i don't really have a like a go-to of any kind i went to like a, a vegan coffee shop in phoenix the other day and got like a like a really good like caramel macchiato i haven't had one of those in a long time because mm -hmm. it's hard to find vegan versions of that so that was mm -hmm. that's pretty exciting um original question more important question uh i play guitar and keys and sing sometimes i guess <laughs> i think the coffee is the like it's more relevant oh, fair <laughs> enough no, okay. no, yeah it's yeah. <laughs> really not that important it's fine look now i just want coffee this is a terrible question to ask <laughs> yeah i switched i switched to tea because it was a little too late to like yeah. go hard on the coffee and now i'm i'm regretting it 
uh, Mark. Uh, I play bass. I'm Mark. I play bass. Um, that's that's. I just slap the bass. I, I don't. I don't. I don't get to play the fancy keyboard or anything like that. And I. I mean, I you're always walking. You're always walking. <laughs> you know, I thought about it, but sometimes just the, I don't know. <laughs> I need way more piano lessons. Straight up. Uh, just fake it, man. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Pre-recorded. Smell like. your hands. Yeah, it's like I play. Yeah. I, I played bass in like previous bands. I played, you know, like guitar and keys in this one. But like, I don't think I'm actually good at any of those instruments. <laughs> I just like, I just know my band's songs. Like, you know, I I know what we wrote and like what to learn, and that's about it. And someone's like, "Hey, that's play great. me something." I was like, "All I know is our songs. I don't yeah. know." Like, yeah, you're gonna hear our songs. Isn't that great for you? <laughs> This is a song we wrote. <laughs> like, oh, I, also, it might be a, it might be a little boring without like Lucy's vocals mm-hmm. and you know, literally all of the rest of the tracks. But... <laughs> um, the the super important question, right? My coffee, yeah, most important. Cold, cold, always cold. I don't care if it's thirty degrees outside. Cold mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah, Mark. Um, Mark is the one that like we all rely on for cold brew at all times. Mm-hmm. Like anytime we're in the studio, like it's just, I've never met Mark without like a pitcher of cold brew. In a his whole fridge. Pitcher. So okay. yes. Yeah. I mean like he, he's prepared at all times. There's just like really good Texas con like cold brew that yeah. we get from like HEB. That's it's freaking delicious. Hell yeah. I, it's just unbeatable. I was turned on to this like OXO uh, cold brew maker that you just like put the grounds in, you fill it with like 10 cups of water and you're like, cool, we're good. And uh, 40 ounces of water, I should say, sorry, 10, 10 cups of coffee ground. And then like you just leave it and I'm like, fuck yeah. And then in the morning you just like press a little switch and it just drains it out and you got a little container and I'm like, I'm going to drink all of that right now. (laughs) So I wake up in the morning and it's gone. There was one time I came over. Oh, no, I spent the night because we probably did something. I was like, yo, Brian, where's the coffee? He's like, I forgot to start it. And I'm like, OK. I'm yeah. like, do you, you have had regular? One, you had one job. I was oh, like, yeah. do you have regular coffee? Because he had a French press. I'm like, we can make a French press. He's like, I'm out of the beans, too, that yep. aren't grinded in here. <sighs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. bestie, there was one job right now for this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I live down the street from a coffee shop. It's right, not but that... that means you have to like get ready and then go I know. outside. And I would never do that street. during winter, but during like the warm weather, it's like eh, whatever. Like let's walk over there, and you know they know you because you go there so often. They're just like, hey, welcome, welcome. You know, you're getting your usual, and you're like, yeah, I needed this today. I needed this interaction. <laughs> I needed if this I got beans, I never would have been, you know, <laughs> welcomed <laughs> today. So you know. <laughs> Kindness. I just, I'm always, like, I'm always in such a like panic that if I don't have something I can make at home, oftentimes I'm like, even if I just place a mobile order and all I have to do is go through the drive-through and grab it mm-hmm. or like sprint in the front door, I'm like, I don't have time to do this mm-hmm. three-minute thing because I didn't plan my day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I think that's just the life of a musician. I think that's just <laughs> probably <laughs> we're like, fuck, I need coffee, but I also need to get there. I'm gonna get the coffee. <laughs> yeah. I just casually roll up and be like, yeah, traffic was really, really it bad. Was so, yeah. It was I know so this, terrible, isn't it? I know yeah. the timestamp on this says like three minutes ago, but yeah, like, yeah. It's, I've had this all day, I promise. Yeah, it's literally it's, the uh... whole, if I'm already late, I'm just going to continue to be late with the coffee. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. That's yeah, how that's I went call. to work every day. I'm like, I'm late, but I'm awake. 
Uh, I would usually try to bring like some kolaches or something. Ooh, yeah. yeah, bring something to make it better. Yeah. Here's some donuts. I brought myself, right? <laughs> I brought myself first. Be, be of all. happy I'm here. Yeah. It's fine. What would you You're ever welcome. do without me being here? Uh, let's talk about your band a little bit. There obviously are two uh, members that are not here on the pod. Uh, so we'll yeah. talk as though they don't even exist at all and we'll just continue oh on as though nothing happened uh, fine, yeah we don't, we don't need them it's only like you know the guy that started all of it and, mm -hmm. and the girl that is like you know the most important part of it so yeah. you know yeah it's not like we're missing anybody crucial yeah so. so you know now that we've uh now now that we can just move on you know without them uh i don't know if you wanted to shout them out and give them give them sure, some, yeah uh, of course attention so, for the pod. Uh, so we've got Enoma, um, whose grand idea this whole band was. Um, he's been one of my best friends for like, oh gosh, I don't even know. We met at like a Fall Out Boy show in like 2005. So it's been like 15, 16 years now, which is kind of nuts. Um, and then obviously uh, Mark and I had kind of known each other over, you know, over time through winding up on some of the, some of the same tours with old bands and stuff. And then uh, Enoma had known, you know, Lucy from the, the Houston scene and so our, our singer um is Lucy she's by far the most talented person in the band and <laughs> one of the most talented people I've ever met in my entire life so um we just you know all kind of were like friends of friends and that sort of stuff and it was like hey man let's start a pop band and so we all got in a room together actually like we'll get to this like the song we're doing today but it was like recording that song was the first thing we ever did like together <laughs> as a band so it's kind of a you know a unique way to go about things but mm -hmm. but the the entire operation would not run without either of them so here we are without them. yeah <laughs> yeah of course lol but i also thought that it was kind of interesting that y'all are more of like a pop band because i did so we got sent over this new song that comes out february 4th paralyzed and when I was listening to it, I'm like, okay, there's a lot of, like, of these heavier and spooky, like, attributes to it. But it is, like, at the, you know, at the root of it, a pop song. But it goes, which is obviously very <laughs> it good. Goes, yeah. It goes, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're, like, we're all from different scenes. You know, Anoma's old band was, uh, like, a very, you know, like, a heavier, like, pop rock band. Like, you know, like an Anne Berlin, that kind of, you know, like... Hmm. Like a, definitely a rock and roll based um, bands. Mark and I were both kind of in like pop punk bands and stuff. But um, Lucy actually still fronts a metal band. I mean, like she's mm. she's hard AF. Um, <laughs> and so, and obviously our producer Tyler does like like I Prevail and like heavy stuff. And he's in you know a band called Danger Kids that's like a heavier band. So none of us had really ever done pop. And so we got together um, just. At, you know as musicians it was just like hey this is a thing that none of us have ever done and we all want to do so like let's get in a room together and just see where it goes um and so i think you definitely have a lot of of the like heavier things that maybe we were all a little more comfortable with from like old projects and previous stuff that definitely come into this like into this song more than some of the others because it was the first thing we ever did um as a band but but yeah i mean that's the goal it's just to to go regardless you know pop rock whatever whatever you wind up calling it and just <laughs> want everything to go hard right yeah that's exactly the vibe for it and for this song paralyze um obviously i described it we're not gonna leak it or anything really obviously 
Um, but in like the presser, it talks a lot about. Yeah, you know, if it happens, it happens. Just yeah, I mean... leak it. Usually, we have our friend uh, Nina Swinton here. Usually, just says leak it to everything. So we yeah, just try to replicate like... it when she's not here. Yeah. <laughs> really good way to make uh, friends in the music industry is like, oh, thanks for that track. We put it out on Twitch. Like, just, <laughs> just go ahead and get it. Just they won't. They won't DMCA the us live. here. Yeah. No DMCA for that shit. No. We also, don't they can't. Care. They can't take down something that's not out yet, right? Because there's not exactly. even like the algorithm. There's not even the algorithms to like run it. Against. Yeah. Think they smarter. Built the algorithm on the back of your song yet. <laughs> or you could also our friend Amanda Tran of In the Morning. She did a Twitter space, and she did a sneak preview release about like a month and a half ago for her new single that just came out like a few weeks ago. So like I heard it and a handful of people heard it, it was like midnight. And then she said, okay, nobody's going to hear this for another, like, month and a half until it's out. <laughs> I'm like, is this the way around leaking things now, guys? <laughs> when no one's paying attention. Yeah. Uh, I did want to comment on one thing from the chat. Um, it is it is Haunter like the Pokemon. Yes. You know, um, we have this rule. We don't, we never want to ask a band where their name comes from. And I've been, I've been fighting with it because I'm a huge sure, Pokemon well, fan, ghost Pokemon fan. So it's like, how am I there? Oh, he brought out the card. There's a card on screen. There's a Pokemon card on screen. <laughs> oh. So the goal, like the the original idea, actually wasn't like intended to be like a Pokemon reference. Um, it came from like the idea that music is something that like haunts you, and like mm -hmm. a good song like weaves its way like into your brain, and then it just won't leave, and it won't leave you, and like you have to go back to it, and like it just you know it's something that just hits you in a different way. Um, but also like Anoma at the time, I think was like like dealing with like a bunch of night terrors and all kinds of crazy stuff, and so it was just sort of like he was being haunted by other stuff, and it was just this like there was this multi level meaning of of stuff, and we just kind of I don't know we were talking about it one day, and it just sort of settled on it, and then immediately one day we're like yeah we're starting this new thing called like haunter people like like the pokemon i was like oh <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like, 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 yes. like, like a it's fine. uh i i saw one of our friends tweeted the other day every band name sucks until it's popular yeah. or something like that because oh, i'm thinking like yeah, you know I saw that. first of all uh haunter is one of the best pokemon so that's just fine <laughs> yeah that's just absolutely <laughs> fine, no, you know? There's no debate about that. So. Yeah, if you were like, oh, we named our band, like, Growlithe, I'd be like, dude, there's, like, other ones. Like, you know, There's literally so many others. You could have been fucking so Pikachu at that point. If you're just going Gen yeah. 1, you have at least 151 choices. Like, Bulbasaur? <laughs> and you chose Growlithe? You chose and Growlithe? You, Mewtwo. You could have been Mewtwo. <laughs> well, you have I'm to... honestly surprised. There has to be a Mewtwo band, right? Like that's got to be. A I thing. can't imagine. I mean, there's a Mew band, right? Like there has well, yeah. to be a, a Mewtwo band. They have to just do covers, but they do it more easily. Do they do, they do like Mewtwo covers as Mew? Oh God! Uh, dude, Wait, Mewtwo did... would be awesome. <laughs> did you guys see that Bono recently said? I think it was like over the weekend. He said, "Yeah, YouTube actually really sucked in our early years. I only just started to learn how to sing within the last like five years." I said, "Yo, what?" <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah. he say he like hated his band yeah. and his band name and everything about it? And I was just like, "Oh, okay, cool." His name I'm like, everyone's is been out there. Like, voice. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> right? <laughs> Now, how does he, he feel? How does he feel <laughs> now that he forced everybody to listen to that one YouTube album, though? Now, like reflecting no. on that, right? And if we're gonna talk about like when the band sucked, I don't know, like 
I'm just saying, <laughs> it wasn't Joshua Tree, that's for sure. <laughs> like, at what time... I, I hate talking shit, but it's like, at what time were you good? Fuck. <laughs> I just I mean, like... I, I have nothing against you two. I just never listened to that record. Yeah. Spite, I, I think... think what happens to everybody. I've heard I a think... handful of the songs that come on on Shuffle. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, shit. I, I went to see him. Anoma went with me uh, to the uh, like the Joshua Tree like anniversary mm. tour at at Toyota Center. It's freaking awesome, and like it was, it was like a, an amazing experience. But also like five songs into the set, I was just like, all right, that's that's what I came for. We've got. You're like, I got all <laughs> the vinyl I need, baby. All of yeah. the big singles are out of the way at the front end of that record. <laughs> the entire rest of the night. Like, so yeah, I don't know these Down, are. Downside with front loading stuff and then playing records in order, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. I'll hear the rest of that from the line for beer over there and maybe from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I am very happy about the Pokemon thing, though, because the game apparently is coming out. There's a new game coming out this week. and Oh, is there? Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be very different. Uh, I found out today there are no there's like four trainer battles in it during the main storyline of the game and i'm like the fuck what do you mean trainer battles aren't in it what am i supposed to do now anyway i've, I've been dealing with that all day so it's, it's an exploration yeah, now brian just think of it as like animal like, crossing but pokemon no it's supposed to be breath of the wild yeah. and pokemon. <laughs> like you're you're allowed to just sort of go out into the world as we've always dreamed and there's no like linear path you can just go places and you take on missions and you just explore the wilderness but then i'm like this is made for children so hmm. are they gonna get so yeah they're not gonna go on some like deep existential journey yeah like in into god knows where yeah i think uh breath of the wild is one of the greatest games of all time and just putting pokemon in that world doesn't make a good game <laughs> look guys i'm gonna listen brian again like you just said it's marketed for children i know but it, look i think that like obviously when you say like oh my band is named haunter everybody goes oh like pokemon because we're all around that age of that nostalgia and like i'm sure you know there were there were bands before us that were like yeah we named our band this because it was something i grew up with and and we have no context of that but if you say like oh haunter you're like oh shit gengar uh it's like yeah because yeah, we all have that like shared experience we all grew up with pokemon and it's like yeah even though it's like marketed to kids and it's for kids i'm an adult who still wants to like pokemon because i grew up with it so yeah i'm gonna get it and i'm gonna hate it oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna try it you yeah. know you know whatever you know I, i'm i'm I want to support it. It's the biggest brand in the world, though. So I think that we can just like if you want to like not, you know, enjoy the newest Pokemon game. I think they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll survive. But also oh, like it wouldn't it wouldn't be a, a you know, a major a brand of like game or anything that like you can nerd out on if you weren't like already judging how much you were probably going to hate it before it even came out. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. just that's that's hoping a fan of anything works these days. So yeah it's uh and i i i was hearing this critique on gamers and i'm gonna also say that it's probably true for musicians too uh hating change 
just like Absolutely. just kind of doing the same thing over and over and over again and like kind of wanting the same thing over and over again but obviously like as a creator you're not like i want to do this same thing like uh you said you were in like pop punk but it's like yeah eventually i want to do something that's like more uh more interesting because i've done this before like i want to sure. try something else and have a different uh uh product come out of it not that i don't still you know enjoy jumping around playing pop punk like mm -hmm. that'd be that'd be super fun too but um yeah i think the cool thing about about haunter is like we don't have any like expectations about like what any of our songs are supposed to be or what they have to be or what they have to sound like and so literally every time we go to the studio we start with like a blank slate and you know like sometimes we'll go in with ideas and we'll build off those and some stuff and then sometimes we're just like not feeling stuff and we'll just sit down with our like our producer and like we'll just find a chord progression we like and we'll just build a song like literally from scratch with like all of us just in the room and like wherever the song goes and like wherever the you know the ideas go or, or where it winds up which i think is is really cool so it's not like you know we don't necessarily have a, a specific like sound that we have to like stay with or stick with or you know be like pigeonholed by so i'm sure that'll be like of course because of that there'll be people that like really dig some of the songs and probably not some of the other stuff and that's cool too you know it's like you don't have to like everything like just like what you like and share it if you want to or don't i don't know just enjoy man that's just... something for everybody yeah it's you know it's a pick and choose a choose your own adventure when it comes down to it it is it is that one... like the remixes or the originals or you know a little bit heavier a little bit lighter we we got, we got it all i think the i fact... love that there's remixes like... your songs too yeah i think that's yeah awesome. well we've got like um you know some stuff will come out in the future that's got like some like edm drops and stuff in it i mean like it's all over the place right so you know we got it's just whatever you know wherever the the wave of creativity goes we just ride it and try and steer the ship now when do we think we're gonna have this uh larger ep or lp for this choose your own adventure type music <laughs> all in one place man that's always a hard question yeah that is the most difficult question <laughs> we've, we've we've thought about it um the kind of like the original idea was you know like the choose your own own adventure kind of thing was you know every song is kind of a little bit different than the last one and you know so I, originally like to put all of those songs together on one EP or LP, I don't know. I I feel like it would feel like a very disorganized album. Yeah, we'd have to like I don't know the the original plan and still kind of the plan is for each song to kind of stand on its own as like a you know like an island like just individual singles. But we will definitely I'm sure at some point be repackaging some of them that are like specific vibes into like EPs or LPs or you know sequencing stuff together. I'm, I, I just, even if I just have to fight everybody to get a record out of it all, I just, I'm still the, I'm still the nerd that loves to listen to like full albums from front to back. And I just like, don't skip songs. Like if I like a band, I don't skip the songs. Right. Cause like they wouldn't put it out if they didn't want it out there. So, mm -hmm. um, but I'm also, you know, like I, I nerd out on the, the sequencing of stuff and like the, the, like literally the timing of 
how many milliseconds of silence fall between songs and whether it starts on tempo with the previous song like just i don't know i care about <laughs> care about stuff that i literally i know no one else in the world cares about so i'm sure i'll stress over it right it makes it like a full-on experience you know See, like, i've got this i've got this completely like, captivated by the audio and you know like, i got this if it breaks too long in between songs like you kind of lose interest right so like i've got this theory that like the proper sequencing of a record like whatever the first audible like sound is of like the the next track if there's a, a gap should come in on like a one count of the previous song right mm -hmm. so if you're because your brain until you hear something new your brain is still processing the tempo from the previous song Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's going to expect whatever hits to hit, like, on a one or a three, you know, or something that's at least on beat with the previous song. And so, like, when there's just a weird thing and then it comes in at, like, a weird time and there's no real thought to it other than just, well, that song's done and this song's starting now. And you can tell they just sort of dragged them into the track list and put, or you know, <laughs> a random bit of silence at the end. I don't know. I just feel like it needs more, like, I don't know. I overthink things to that level but i also feel like when it's done right like it just flows and it hits you know i think like the biggest like comparison for that would probably be as somebody who listens to like fallout boy and like only listens to full albums and full two i only listen to albums that way I rarely listen to playlists when you listen to like fully ado and you have that like seamless transition of everything absolutely that's where it's like yeah that hits because if anything well, changed in it you're just like yeah and there's so much that like we will definitely you know be going back and and if we do do a record we would find ways to you know transition in and out of stuff and make sure that things flow and it's not just like putting all the singles on a playlist and pressing play because then like we just put out a spotify playlist and call it a record you know so it definitely has to be, uh, you know, if you're going to put out like a, a full length, I feel like it should be an experience and not just just a bunch of songs. I listened to this podcast called uh, Dissect, and it's all about like uh, albums, artists, like getting into like how the record was made, what was going on at the time, what was going on with the artist and uh what the songs mean lyrically, what the bigger picture is. And there was one about, uh, because the internet childish Gambino and there's so much to that record that like, I was listening to it and I was like, Oh, these songs just are, are good. This is weird. Like some of these songs are really weird. There's like a 13 second, just like weird slowing down sound at the beginning of that record. And then it goes into the first song. I don't know what that's about. And then it's like, oh, here's what that's about. Here's the story. He made a whole script. There was a YouTube video. There was a website. There was like all these different actors that like came. The, uh, 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 Topanga from Boy Meets World was in this in the movie. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And it's there's so much yeah, to it. I just, and I was like, yeah, this is this is how like, you create an I, album. That's that's what music is, right? You know, it's one of those things that like if you do it the right way, people won't want to skip stuff because it won't work like it'll feel like they're missing a part of the experience. Mm -hmm. What'd you think? Yeah. There's dissect. still a lot of like, uh, I, I, awesome. yeah. Dissect. Cool. Uh, it's, it's a like, Spotify like original song explorer, podcast. But maybe for a record instead of just the song, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Similar. Um, yeah. I just am very like, 
I think that a lot of artists are doing the single route, the EP route, which I, I do very much like. I like uh, the route of doing all killer, no filler. You just like don't have to be uh, in the record cycle. You can put out songs, you know, once a month if you want to just drop a bunch of stuff, get people hyped, have more to promote. Totally get that route. But then they put it out on a record and it's just all the songs that they just released. But now it's an LP. There's a few other songs on it. They may or may not be at the same level, but now it's like there's a record. Yeah, it's, and it's you're like, essentially, do, I, do we really need this? You just like, repackaged your singles. You could have built something point, else. You know? <clears throat> and I don't know. Well, like, I'm sure we're not going to do yeah. like, everything that's out on, you know, something. And there's, we'll definitely have some songs that probably, if we do a record, will be on the record and not be released, you know, as singles. But it's also just, we, the way we did, like, because we were starting a band, you know, just sort of from scratch in studio, we went, you know, a couple times to record, you know, we had, I don't know, what, six or nine songs, something like that done before we ever even put one out. Yep. And so we just, the goal was to put out like three or four every year and then put, you know, like some remixes and stuff in between there and just see how it goes. But it's just never, like we tried to stockpile content up front because obviously we, we like to work um, with Tyler. We feel like he's an integral part of, you know, our, creative process but because he's in LA and you know like we're all in Texas um it's just not easy to to get in and obviously that dude's schedule is insanely busy and so we gotta just like take you know every <laughs> 12 to 16 months or whenever he's got an opening for a couple of weeks we just jump at whatever's available and, and, and go work with him but but it sounds like you have this like kind of planned out in a way so I mean there's that at least going forward for sure for and, sure. and also with like the remixes like we see a lot of artists doing that type of work nowadays but what kind of like prov like provoked you guys to go into that route for such a newer band where we usually see a lot of like you know maybe bands have been around for like five or ten years starting to do remixes and now we do see a couple newer bands doing it as well and artists doing remixes right out the gate but what kind of made you guys want to go that route Mark. Oh. To be honest, I was thinking about this a while ago, and I was—I remember Anoma, me and Anoma talking about it, you know, doing the remixes, and um, I don't remember what really like started that whole conversation. It's something that, like, I know Anoma's old band um, did it a lot, and they were like, you know, like a you know, a heavier rock band and they had like straight up dubstep remixes of some of the stuff. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, and it was, some of it was really, really good. I mean, it was like, I was amazed at like how well it somehow worked out. And so we've always talked about like how cool it was and just, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm big into it because I'm just so big into the creative process. Like I, I really dig when bands release like instrumental versions of, of their songs because I feel like there's so much, you know, even in like the best set of headphones in a full mix of a song, there's so much stuff that's happening. And there's so many like little nuanced things that probably make the song what it is. And it wouldn't be the same without those things. But like, if you didn't know that it was there, you wouldn't know that it was there. You know, you just only know mm -hmm. if it was like missing. And I just feel like, you know, listening to instrumentals and stuff, you can find, you can pick up on so many of those things and be like, oh, that's really cool. And it's just like, sometimes the way like a reverb like washes in like stereo across things and it like just pans in a way that's like i don't know it just hits the ear um and so i just 
I've always loved remixes from that aspect too, just cause it's like, you're taking, you know, you're taking something and creating something new from it while still, you know, pulling bits of the original into it. And so we just talked about it up front. We we're just like, Hey man, like, do you guys want to do a remix for every song? And that's, I, I think it'd be the goal for pretty much everything we'll put out. There should be at least one. And then, you know, maybe sometime down the way we can somehow create like a, like a haunter extended mix of like <laughs> get all the remixes you know like hmm. into like a, a dance dance mix of some sort we'll see see if that works but always do ideas you, for sure do you think we need to bring back dubstep <laughs> i mean i I'd, I'd be lying if i like if bangerang came on right now i'd be dancing <laughs> in my chair I'm so like, I, I just saying. like it's it's physically impossible to like i remember there was a like an x games one year that like use that as the theme song and so like i was a sports media major right so like i watch espn all the time and just every freaking commercial break for like three months leading up to the x games <laughs> i was just like dancing on my couch and i was like i can't like i literally can't not dance to this it's just it's it's, it's physically impossible it's i feel like it had a really quick shelf life like i remember being super into it because it was like the new thing and I've kind of felt like uh, rock music had kind of gotten stale and a lot of these like popular rock bands were basically just doing Maroon 5 stuff. And I was like, I'm not really into this. Like there needs to be something more exciting. And then I found Skrillex and found all this shit. And I'm like, fuck, this is it. This is going to be my <laughs> new like identity. Like this is the oh, shit. God. And then everybody's <laughs> like, hey, uh, this is kind of all the same and kind of boring. And I was like, it is. But now I look back at those times, same as everything else. And I go, no, I want that shit. I want that shit back. Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't mean like, it doesn't mean it wasn't good. Right. So <laughs> if, it, if it made you move then it'll make you move now. Right. So, Oh yeah. I do think for like emo and pop punk and metal kids, like dubstep was that really nice like rock music slash it was that in electronic music yeah like bringing everybody together it's like the pokemon go of music like just everybody was oh feeling good God. for a little the while the one time that we had unity mm -hmm. <laughs> had to bring pokemon back into it i'm sorry it's fine no no it's good let's see how many times we can get to pokemon throughout the product oh i will get i will get to it a lot uh I did want to ask another question about songwriting since we were, we we're talking about that. And with your producer, um, Tyler out in LA, um, there, there's this like controversy now. And I hate to say controversy because everything just seems like it's fine. This isn't really that big a deal, but the Taylor Swift and Damon Albarn, uh, news that was, that was sure. out and like that he called her out for being a co-writer, not really writing her own songs, but then said, Billie Eilish and her brother who are writing songs together, that's fine. And it seemed very strange. And I, we, we've talked to a lot of artists that are like, yeah, we, we love working with other people, but it seems like there's clearly this, this, uh, this idea that if you're a musician, if you're a, an artist with a guitar, if you're a singer, you should write your own songs or you're not legitimate. Uh, sure, working right. with a producer kind of seems like that, it's but, like it's doing that but who cares like it's, literally it's every fun. but literally everybody works with the producer on yeah. every right unless you self-produce your record right like you're working with somebody and they're they're gonna have input on yo that sucks or like that's cool <laughs> or like we need something more here or like this chorus doesn't quite go hard enough or high enough you know like that's that's happened for i mean are, am i supposed to believe that like 
like blur never once had a producer say anything like they just came in they're like these are the songs press record you're an engineer we'll give you production credit it's fine yeah i mean i just i don't know it's baffling to me to, to think that like there's not you know we don't you don't necessarily have to have i mean there's definitely some like pop songs where i'll check the the songwriting things i'm just like how are there 14 songwriters on this they're like <laughs> yeah geez. they're like two Some verses are, that are like wow. three lines each and the chorus mm-hmm. has like five words but i just but again like it doesn't really matter right it's it's do you like All the 14 end product? people brought a different word yeah every, they said guys <laughs> hey. bring in 15 words each and we're gonna pick one from everybody the other person though they're out <laughs> oh, man i feel bad for that guy <laughs> Squid Game of songwriting. Yeah, that's yeah. that's actually that's, not, that's actually not on how like a it Grammy, is. right? Yeah, that's so. that's how it works out there, guys. Come on, they they got to keep it upbeat and fun. It's this weird like because uh, on the other side of it, it's like yeah, there's 14 people who all want the money from uh, from this song, right? And you're like, oh, I want credit on that because that's 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 tangible money. Like if you get that song, of course, play right? it a bunch. Like, that's that that's money for you. So. I get it from that end, but I'm also like, dude, who like if the song is good and you're enjoying it, like you don't yeah. need to care about anything else. Of course. Yeah, yeah, the goal the goal is make a good song, right? Like make the song like a, what a good producer should do and what Tyler always does is like it just make make the song as good as it can possibly be and like make sure it goes where it needs to go, right? And I'm he's definitely more involved in our like writing process that probably then you know a lot of other bands because we like we do a lot of creating from from scratch in studio with him just because we like the way that you know vibes we like the first time we went in we had all these ideas and we took all these you know things in and we're like hey we've got this demo and this demo and this demo and then we just weren't like you know we spent a few hours like going through it and we just weren't like feeling it and so we just sort of broke it down and just were like hey we're like all in a room together let's just create something and see how it goes and so I mean, obviously, our you know, you check the writing credits on every one of our songs. It's going to be the the four of us and and Tyler. So he will always, you know, always be a part of our creative process as long as he will have us. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he lets I, you book that far out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's just like well, and his like he's one of those people who's just like his taste is so wide that like it's just like invaluable you know it's like he yeah sure he's like in a like a heavier band and and produces like some metal records and like heavy stuff and you know was nominated for like best rock album and stuff but like he also loves like k-pop and like you know like there's just there's so many like influences and i think that's the cool thing too is because like we all come from different backgrounds right and like lucy like obviously is the singer of like a metal band but she you know like i've i've been amazed at how like well anytime we'll hear something on the radio she'll just sing it to it she knows every song she can kill every genre like from (laughs) from like jazz standards to like country stuff and pop and rock and like everything in between she just her voice somehow morphs into 40 different people and I, I don't know she just like never ceases to amaze me i'm i'm totally blown away she's gonna listen to this and be like ah, should have been there, <laughs> <been> there. 
That should be. Oh, guys. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's like one of those things like The Office where he's like, you know, I would never say this to her face, but she's a great worker and I really appreciate having her around. I was like, why wouldn't you say that to her face? <laughs> like, just Don't want to get a big head, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, singers, they're just so egotistical. I'm like, Brian. Yeah. yeah, she's just the absolute worst. I can't stand her. <laughs> no, I love Lucy. She's like, she's one of the best people I know. So. Now, are we going to guess that Lucy is the one then who tweeted out goth girls are going to be throwing ass to your new song? I would gather. Okay. It's <laughs> very, very on brand. Very on brand. <laughs> that, that sounds exactly right. Yeah, it's it's a little yeah. I was all, looking like, through all, all your socials so, you know, for and I'm like, I feel uh, like that's a good. That's an, that's you a never good know what you're gonna to get following us on socials. Because <laughs> like, right? You know, so we're all like different experiences. We're all coming from different places. So sometimes you just got to throw some keywords out there. Throw an ass, goth girls. I think gets a lot of attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, I think the SEO cool. will pick up Move on that. This one up. Usually. Uh, oh okay. <laughs> this is this is it. Is this what the goth Before kids said. on TikTok want? Will they throw so much pressure now? I gotta Let's get the, the goth talk on board. It's uh, it's it's time. You know, that's a that's a that's a integral audience, and they stick with you. Yeah. If you can, if you got one goth girl throwing ass, you got all the goth girls throwing ass. I mean, that was beautiful. Yeah. Start. Donna's <laughs> poetry. Starts, starts with Lucy. You know, I'm sure she, she can go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll also shout out your merch because uh, I was, I, I, when I was doing research on you, I was like, what the hell is Print Money Gang? Because I just like that name a lot. And it's like, oh, it's all their merch. But this isn't your band name. Your band name isn't Print Money Gang. So, uh yeah what why and also uh awesome <laughs> that wasn't a question that was just a thought <laughs> what's up with it uh well we originally started print money gang as like our label and you know to keep all of our music and you know all of that and then we thought well hey let's let's throw some merch out there you know let's have some other things so it's we release all of our music under print money gang uh with paralyzed we're actually doing it with control of music group as well mm -hmm. so we're super excited about that but it's just uh, one of those one of those things that like i don't remember did that like did that pre-exist the studio that was just that just happened in the studio right I, yeah just, that uh, happened in the talking studio. about like i don't know we did some song we got to the end we're just like print it's like print money and then <laughs> i don't know it just turned into print money gang and then that's just where we wound up right so we decided like when we were doing uh like obviously we have like all of our haunter merch and stuff but like we'll, we'll have like print money gang apparel and stuff you know just <laughs> be a it's... part of the family right we want everyone to be like just feel part of stuff so Anybody can join the gang. Yeah. It, 
it gives me big mm-hmm. like early scene kid energy which i love because i was like oh, i mean we were okay. I, you know i was an like, early scene kid so this stuff back like yeah. a little bit more so now it's very on brand <laughs> i think we're trying think to bring the, it back yeah the kids want glamour kills back yes and how then, else are we gonna like what else are we gonna wear to the all night dance parties right yeah i yeah. found a pair of my glamour, glamour kills pants the other day oh nice they did not fit anymore but yeah <laughs> It was, uh, I, 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 I like pulled them out of this box and I looked at them. And then... Upsetting. No, these, these yeah. are really skinny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> these are going on Depop so the kids can learn. Hey, man. These are going on. Yeah. Like, kids are yeah. going to go on I gave away way too much stuff. I know. I know. I donated like, all my stuff ass. over the years, yeah. you know? Thought I was being a good person. Apparently, I could be making yeah. a lot of money. I I got rid of um, I I got rid of my like old Abby Dawn with that Avril Lavigne line at Kohl's. I got rid of all that stuff. I'm like, I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. I, I, I miss all of this. Anymore. Yeah, it's and like then, I look like, back on like Avril Lavigne came back, and I, I had like all of the like like OG <laughs> clandestine industries, you know, like Pete Wentz clothing line and stuff from back in the day you know where it's like the like the i heart revenge like bleach t-shirt and like the bat skull like track jacket and you know all that stuff somewhere i don't know where any of it went but i'm sure somebody'd want it these days this is like crypto from warp tour <laughs> right yeah i've still got saying i've still got like one of the first crypto. like fallout boy no, uh, don't give them ideas don't give them ideas well, yeah, it's like a it's a t-shirt. It's a t-shirt from like 2003, right? So, but it's a like a it's like get out of like get out of my journey, my dreams and into my car or whatever. It's like not even a Fallout Boy reference of mm-hmm. anything, but like and it's just got like a car on it. Yeah, and it was just like it's just a shirt that's just one of those like you're not gonna find. But it's anywhere. just so, it's just like yeah. edgy. Which I can dig that out of the closet. At some point. See now, if that was available on the internet. You could sell somebody like the idea of it and just make like a bunch of money, but you get to keep it. But like yeah, they get to right? own the like, idea of the shirt, you know? Oh no. Yeah. What if like Fall Out Boys Fall Out Boys Invisible Friends will actually just be a weird old school merch marketplace? Hey, here's so a picture of me in this shirt. But you still have the yeah. <laughs> and everybody else will be like, Nobody I else own owns it digitally this. though. <laughs> What'll be better is like a photo of you, like when you were younger, when you first got the shirt, wearing it at like a Fall Out Boy show. You got to like, turn that energy of yeah, like, I yeah, I I was there. I I went to all the old shows into like some way of making money. Like now that now that there's crypto, now there's NFTs. I feel like we can finally turn that get off my lawn energy into like income. Into I would like a lawn. Yeah. So. <laughs> Give me a lawn. <laughs> I'm a millennial. Please let me own a lawn. <laughs> yeah, I would like to know what that is. Can't order a lawn. To be honest, tree lawn. in the front yard. One singular yeah. square. Yeah, it's more than a few square feet. You. Sounds like a hassle to take care of. So. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I was like, Please. I don't. Yeah, I just want somewhere for my cats to go outside. You know. To like. Safe, safe, chill spot. Build them like a catio where they could be like outside, but not like in danger. Okay. You know, that just 
that just made me so happy yeah. <laughs> and so sad I don't have a cat. A catio. So I can build him a catio. Oh right? Uh, New life <laughs> Dude, puns just puns just make me want to do stuff. Have my catio? Like, just have a catio on the man. third just floor, screen, Brian. Like you got a balcony or something? Yeah. yeah. Screen that in. Build them like a, you know, some sort of climbing apparatus out there. Cats love to climb, Lizzie. Instant catio. Uh, they're great. I wish I had a cat. <laughs> I used to have a cat. I know. It would go outside. Every time it went outside, it would get stuck in a tree. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why, but it, that was its like <laughs> yeah, first thing it would get do. Down. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'd have to climb in the tree and get him down, or you know, talk him down and point out branches on the way down <laughs> that he could walk down, and then I would Maybe, like, you, know. you know, finally be able to reach him. But oh. that was the first thing. Yeah, he just want he just wanted attention. He just yeah. jokes on you. He, said, he was fine. And I want it now. <laughs> yeah, we've got like hilarious. in my like house where I live now, there's like I'm looking up, like you guys can see over my shoulder. But there's this like <laughs> half wall. It's like a three quarter wall or whatever that separates the dining area from the kitchen, right? Mm. And so the cats can go in the kitchen, jump on the counter, and then on top of the fridge, and then on top of the cabinets, and then they can wander up around on that wall and stuff. And mm. You know, two of the cats get up there all the time and get back down. And then there's one that gets up there every few weeks or so and then just panics. And he, I, I have never seen him be able to get down on his own. He, like, one time looked like he was about to jump from there, which is, like, 12 feet up down to just the ground. And I was just like, bro, like, no, like, chill. So I have you to, have like, a family, <laughs> bro. Don't do it. Hop up on the counter and, like, Yeah. <laughs> Like help him down, and he's not a small cat. He's very stop uh, this. Crazy. Stop trying to be so, brave. He was a former feral, so once he got inside, it was like, wait, mm. there's food at all times. Like mm. I don't have to. What you know? He just he's a little little chunky. <laughs> yeah, he's a little chunky now, but hell yeah, it's fine. Scavenge. Yeah, or don't jump because like <laughs> you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. So you're definitely and possibly me as I'm trying to catch him <laughs> in the air. You know, he's like. I <laughs> am in love with it just because I love the idea of big cats. Like, oh, he's, he's cats, like, they just... I don't even want to know. It's probably like 18 pounds. I mean, I've got oh, one wow. that's like, uh, like Napoleon, who's the big orange one. Um, it's oh like, like, you know, my cats. Uh, he's like, oh, he's just a friends. big, he's just a big cat, right? Like, he's like 18, 19 pounds, but he's like proportionate, right? He's just mm -hmm. very large, like, big frame, big everything. Yeah. Like, Raj is just. <laughs> yeah kind of too much lasagna yeah right like garfield, <laughs> <laughs> like garfield okay. i was a little bit too close to you too much, wait, too much lasagna <laughs> oh my god i can i can see napoleon from here but he's sleeping i'd have to go grab him <laughs> he was my uh, Chuck Palahniuk. yeah he needs surprised none of them have made i'm surprised none of them had made like a, oh. a cameo at some point like i usually have everybody fighting for attention they're like oh hey computer how about i climb mm -hmm. on top of that mm -hmm. <laughs> right on the your cameo's head gonna be yeah and especially raj it's like because he's you know you like the like, former feral energy like did, like there's no trimming his claws like there's no like mm -hmm. i can get like everybody else i can do right i can get like if I'm lucky when he's Ooh. sleeping, I can sneak one like every couple weeks. <laughs> which is, you know, so it's like super helpful when there's just 
one less weapon of death. <laughs> <laughs> this went from being adorable to a cry for help really quickly. <laughs> one less weapon of help. I need. <laughs> <laughs> Just blink, blink twice, twice if you need us to send somebody to get <laughs> <laughs> For the audience, he blinked twice. <laughs> for the for the listening audience, he blinked like so many times. <laughs> he blinked rapidly twice. So Print Money Gang is where everybody can go and buy your merch. Uh, we still got a few minutes left, but if you want to toss out where everybody else can find you uh, on the internet where you want everyone to support you, because uh, you know sometimes it's like hey yeah i'm on spotify but go buy the merch yeah, right? dang yeah so we're we're at haunter isn't real uh on everything i think universally across yep, the, everything all the socials uh website all that jazz um i guess maybe back to like like the pokemon right is a ghost yeah. real i don't know like does it exist that just <laughs> but um yeah i mean at hunter is it real hunter is it real.com um print money gang for for the merch and stuff but obviously there's gonna be merch links from all you know all the other places um we're on every you know apple music spotify amazon everywhere there's there's google music, so google play <laughs> title are we on title hell i don't know maybe i think so if i had a title account i would know I feel like Same. more artists are on title than people who listen to title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I care, like there was a day, right. Where I would, I would like, especially in the early days of like digital music and like buying records on, you know, on iTunes and that sort of stuff where I, I got into huge arguments with people over bit rates and compression and like <laughs> lossless audio and all that stuff. But also like we're to a point now that like it's close, like it's borderline indistinguishable with the quality of stuff. You know, like if we were still selling like 128 freaking MP3s and stuff that sound like you're listening to a like a bootleg radio broadcast of a record, that's one thing, right? But I just don't know that we needed a fully lossless <laughs> like streaming platform. I can't imagine. It's just like people that had, I don't know gigabit internet with unlimited data and they're just like hey i would like to use as much of this as humanly possible please i feel that I mean, you want lost, listen board. to the listen to the rec like just pop the cd in right yeah i guess people don't have cd players anymore so i mean if you if you care that much you're gonna go the extra mile to get what you need to listen to it that way true very true i but then again i look at like like i don't have a cd player anymore my car used to have one my new car doesn't my laptop hasn't for years. Right. So even when I, before I got like, before Apple just was like, we don't do disc drives anymore. I took my mine out of my old laptop so I could have like an mm -hmm. extra internal hard drive. Cause I, I did the just, exact same thing. Right. And then you just put in like, you know, the external like, like enclosure. Uh, but then I, you know, got like a, a CD the other day that like, I didn't, <laughs> like there, it wasn't online anywhere. And I was like, mm -hmm. I want to listen to it. And I like, I had to go out and buy like an external CD oh drive. And I, find, like, I assumed and then you had to buy headphones I, too. I assumed it would work with the adapter <laughs> that I had. And it like the, like the, the multi-port adapter that I use for the computer wouldn't power it. It had to be a certain 
thing to USB that was like direct oh and like it was, yeah it was like a whole freaking like three day adventure to find out <laughs> how to how to use it. I got like a CD sampler and I was gonna rip it and put it on the cloud station I advise over. I was gonna put it in. Then I was like, wait, now I have to fuck around with all of this instead of just <laughs> downloading it. I got it mm-hmm. going. I got to just grab it here. I have to hope that the, the CD is connected to the regular computer I need to use. And I have to hope it'll let me transfer it over without an issue. Like, it doesn't have a lock on it, a copy lock. And I'm like, this is too much. This is too much. I just need them to send me the digital version of it. This is silly. Well, and, <laughs> and then you got to listen back and, like, hope there wasn't, you know, some glitch in, yeah. in like, the, the ripping process. And you got weird, <laughs> like, like, blurbs of audio and things that are just a mess. It's just... It's definitely a, a simpler time when everything's like on demand. I mean, I still like I, I try and buy as many records as possible just because like that's what we're all here for, right? You know, is to support bands and, and support them as many ways as possible. So I like I stream everything when I listen to it, but like for all my favorite bands and stuff, I still buy the record and then I just stream it so they get paid kind of twice for it, which yeah. is nice if you can, you know, if you can afford to do that. Obviously, there's finite funds in the world so if like streaming is the only option like stream it you know it's better than like napster when it was just free for all no income for anything right so but also like i think how many of my favorite bands and things i found through you know like file sharing and like early internet you know like free download sites and and like og you know blogs and stuff there's a site called like mp3.com that was like Mm -hmm. pure volume before pure volume and yeah. you could go like so deep into the charts. You could be like punk and then you could go to like pop punk and then you could go to like skate punk. And you could, there were just like 85 sub genres. And then you could go like 300 pages deep of like the charts in each sub genre and just listen to like however many bands until you just got sick of listening to the bands. <laughs> so I had like, I had mono at one point in high school and I just spent like that whole month just listening to <laughs> like, right. But that's where I found like, like, Fall Out Boy and all the bands that like probably directly changed my life. So it's you know in the end, it's fairly fairly productive month. But <laughs> you have to do something do. while you have money. You can't just do. Homework. I am legit sad that like I I took my my laptop into like the help desk at my stupid school I was at then, and they deleted like my entire like folder of like mp3s that's fine oh, no. that's fine oh territory. yeah sorry we don't know what happened and i was like uh, <laughs> I'm on the desktop and they're not there now and like so many i've been so mad yeah, yeah and it's like I, that was i i'd spent a month downloading all that stuff right so yeah. some of them i remembered and i like went back and got but like some of this man like i'll never find those bands again right you know they're just no and every now and then i think about some of them i'm like oh and i can remember like their name and like what city they're from and all this stuff but i google it and it's just like just non like just mm-hmm. non-existent on the internet i was like well okay well they're in my head somewhere and they like, let me go find on my space yeah but then it's all like you know turning into like a berenstein effect of mm-hmm. did they actually exist i don't know I mean, did we ever panic at the disco <laughs> <sighs> the x-files music would be really good oh, to play yeah. right here no but I don't have it in Lossless, so I can't do that. <laughs> if only you had the soundtrack on title. Come on, Brian. Get with uh, it. Get on I'm Tidal. thinking, you know, I think I got to join title now just for the bit and for, just for um, shits and gigs. Just for the shitties and giggies. 
Uh, I hate it. I just, I hate that it, just, you do it just happens and I can't control it. Uh, I... I can agree with lossless at one point because I know that like everything is compressing. Like we're on Twitch right now. And if you oh. took like this and you restreamed it, it would, it would lose quality over time For and everything sure. is compressing. And I totally get that. But, uh, I do stand by like, if you're enjoying what it is and like you're, if we were streaming in 720 and the content was good, which it is, and everybody out there should know that it is. This is good content. Yeah, hello, everybody. Uh, but if it was in 720, you'd be like, yeah, this is good. Like, I don't care that it's not in, like, 4K, crisp, right. beautiful image. Yeah. It's if, like, you're yeah. gonna, like, if you're going to watch your favorite movie, you're not going to, you know, watch a, a YouTube rip of it. I don't know. Maybe you are. I don't know. I'm, I, I have. Like, I have lost, a few. Right? Lost, <laughs> yeah. Or, like, you know, like, I, I care about the highest possible quality on, like, video stuff because it's just... You know, it's hard to, it's hard to really, I don't know, I obsess over, I think it's the old, like, just film nerd in me that mm -hmm. obsesses over, you know, like, I'm the type that has watched, like, every single print of Blade Runner. It's like, I own that box set that's got, like, all freaking five of them. Just like, why am I watching the work print version of this? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I, the content is there, and I need to consume it because I like this film and it's just i'm the same way with like bands more and, blade runner <laughs> right so like i i'm the same way with like if if i love a band i try and find every demo or b-side mm -hmm. or cover or whatever they've ever put out and like you know get them all somewhere where i can just go on a drive and burn through the whole discography right so I've, i don't know i hoard i hoard digitally i guess yeah I hoard digitally i've had to stop doing that like going all the way back thing like now yeah. i'm like i've got like the record that i got into them on i got like as far back as like they've released like you know if it's like a big release not an ep or something before they were uh signed or on touring and all that and then it's like oh uh yeah i can't i don't have this time because <laughs> i don't listen to new bands and i i mostly listen to bands that are just starting because it feels like oh i'll just I'll follow this journey, you know, yeah, I don't have we'll to be along for the ride. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like jumping into the Marvel cinematic universe. Now be like, dude, you got like 20 movies to watch. And, yeah, like, totally oh, and, who, and who has time? Can't for do that? it. No one. Lizzie, make time. <laughs> what time? <laughs> make the time. <laughs> but I'm also the type that like, if I'm going to, you know, catch up, catch up on the universe, if you will, I'm like, but I've got to watch all the shows too. And I've got to yeah. watch them all in chronological order. And then, like, some of those are some seasons long, right? So that's going to be, I'm going to be stalled on just, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a long time. I don't nah, know. Skip Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You don't need I it. I know, right? There's, <laughs> there's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. some things to be, to be skipping. It's like, well. yeah, it's like, uh, it's like a shittier, uh, like, Buffy the Vampire type serial show where it's like, yeah, we're just making seasons. It's not for anything. Not, yeah. Yeah. Uh, nothing for the, nothing for the movies. Just filler. No connection. The Netflix ones were great, though. I will say that they have no connection, but uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones are excellent, excellent series. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I just I, I haven't had time for the, the series. The films were, you know, overwhelming enough. And I'm, I'm oh, yeah. so stuck in the Star Wars universe and consuming all of that. Yeah. that like, <laughs> I'm still you in know, it's It's impossible to consume all of the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, sure. Of course. I mean, I've just I now have... my, 
my goal is to consume every piece of canon material because they made mm-hmm. it a little easier yeah. like by getting you know like now the eu stuff is like legends right so it's not i don't have to read it because like i don't know if chewy dies or whatever in that book like i don't want that to happen right so like i can just <laughs> there, was, there was so much like you know stuff that was counteracting other stuff too that mm-hmm. just i don't know so now everything's now that it's like there's a one story group overseeing it and it's all like technically canon i'm just like fuck now i gotta read all that <laughs> you're like, like this is now worth my like, time if you look at, if you look at my book if you look at my bookshelf it's i i own literally every canon star wars novel and that's they're all like it's my entire the, basically the entirety of my bookshelf is just star wars. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, this know. is the future we're not gonna have like any you know like high-minded high high I literary know. art it's like i have all the star wars i got a bunch of comic books i got like a D guide up here you like, said davis and daris yeah. who no who the fuck is davis and daris did he write a star wars <laughs> i don't <even> care <laughs> yeah uh, I it, like oh, i was gonna say that you were, you were talking about like listening to new bands and stuff and like not having time you know for to go back and 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 dive super deep into old catalogs and stuff and i find it interesting like i've i've tried to do that a lot lately where i actually set a goal for myself last year that was like listen to a thousand different artists over the course of the year and i did i beat it i got like a thousand i'll have to look up the exact number it was like a thousand twenty seven something like that wow Um, but it's like i listened to like my full discover weekly every week and if i don't like get through that i save it and go back and listen to all those things later because like there's so many of my favorite bands that i found over the last you know like five years or so like that i've been using spotify all the time that are just like like valley and the band camino and like just tons of you know like there's like i don't know i could go off on too many tangents about uh, new bands that i found that were things that like are some of my favorite bands now. Um, but I just, I feel like there's, there's just so much great music out there. Right. And like some of it sometimes is just like right there. It's like so close. Like all you gotta do is make the effort to find it and like, it'll come to you and like, it might, you know, change your life. Like they're like Valley's record maybe got me through 2020. I mean, like I just listened to that record on repeat and it like got me through all the highs and lows of that year. And it's like, I would never have known them had I not just, randomly listen to my discover weekly that week yeah they just popped up on it right so just never know when that the band that's gonna change your life is gonna like pop up somewhere i don't know that i can i, I can never top a thousand i don't know that i could do that this year it was like it, you know on this like spotify wrapped thing in, mm. in last year whatever 2019s or 2020s i guess years don't matter anymore yeah, they don't track them. yeah they're all the time same. is yeah, but it was like I had like 763 or something that year, and I was like, okay, like I can do a thousand. And I was just like, man, that's got to the end of the year, and I was just putting stuff on shuffle. I was yeah. just like going through, like I was like, all right, <laughs> here's an old playlist. Like let's just go. You know, I haven't listened to Alistair in a while. Let's... I love Alistair. <laughs> like oh more down bulletin. You know, just yeah. I just tried to break out all the you know old, <laughs> all the two thousand three like yeah stuff. Those are what that was like one of the bands that I remember. I pulled up on like LimeWire that I forgot about. Then I played like Disney Skateboard because Somewhere Down in Fullerton is a part of the Disney Skateboard like music that is on that video game. And then I forgot about it. Nice. And then when I started yeah, working like- my college radio station, I was like, oh my god, is this the song? And I found it and I said, 
it's bad. Yeah, it's one of those like, <laughs> it, it, like you know, it, it doesn't seem to happen as much anymore. Maybe it's just because I play less of the games that that do soundtracks that way. But like, you look at like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and like, like there's a reason everyone knows who Goldfinger is, right? Yeah. Because like Superman's a freaking jam, and like, yep. well, I mean, Goldfinger's just great in general. But like. I feel like half the people or the vast majority of the people that I know that listen to that band listen to them because they played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And it's like even like EA Sports did it for a while. I think they still do. But like the 2003 like Tiger Woods PGA Tour soundtrack <laughs> had like brand new on it. And yeah. you know, it's like, uh, it was <laughs> random stuff. And it's just like you're buying a freaking golf game and you're getting like all of these, you know, like Burn Baby Burn by Ash was on there. Blue Side by yeah. Rue. I mean, it was all like stuff that like I wound up loving those bands, and I just I knew them because I, I mean, I knew brand new already, but I, just, <laughs> was, I don't know. Yo, did you check out the new Tiger Woods game? They are <laughs> it's really fucking smacking. crazy soundtrack. <laughs> dude, I you go to the show and you're like, dude, I found you on that Tiger Woods game. I guarantee you, like it's. <laughs> now here's the thing, though, when you go to play like golf's like that, like IRL, I don't think you get to play those that music out loud like that because doesn't it like break your no. concentration? Yeah, yeah, I don't, right. Maybe on that. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the uh, back in the lounge. That's like us rolling main, up to the like area. the golf course and we're like blasting the Tiger Woods <laughs> soundtrack. Everyone's like, "Hey, I'm trying to focus." I'm like, like "Don't you like Tiger, uh, Tiger Woods play, approved of this?" He, I'm pretty he sure he listened maybe. to this. He said it was okay. He curated this sound. This, this is Tiger Woods. <laughs> go, go, take it up with him. It's not my problem. It's your problem now. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be great, man. I want to be great. I can't do it without the soundtrack. <laughs> How else am I supposed uh, to hit a hole in one in under these conditions? <laughs> I, I would do it on a new plan. I would do it on a mini golf course. Oh, for that sure. would be acceptable, I think. Yeah, I feel like because everybody's nearby, and you just fucking yeah. ruin everyone's day. And, like, find out what else is on that soundtrack. I feel like there's yeah. like bands that I haven't been listening to that I, I am letting <laughs> down. Right? That I'm letting down. Sorry, I let I let down Tiger Woods. Well, he let us all. <laughs> well, down. he he let us all down as a country. He let all okay? of us down. First of all. <laughs> uh well okay we are uh we're over an hour uh we'll we'll take it over to twitch we'll hang out with our friends over there for a few minutes and uh yeah thank you guys though for coming on everybody uh if you're listening to a thousand bands this year make sure haunter is one of them haunter isn't real.com to find all Just the socials one. print money one gang of one of a thousand yeah not that hard uh, and if you're uh you know it, it, throw your ass to it yeah Get the there's booty shorts <laughs> on print money gang so you can throw your there ass are, yeah. for the new booty song shorts, yeah. when it comes out there February fourth with the booty shorts. Hell yeah. Throw ass. That's gonna be the next TikToks. <laughs> throw an ass. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this emo rewind. We're going to be back next week with some React content. I know we got a little bit off track. We had some guests move around and it's just been a really crazy July and a crazy summer. But once we get back into September and October, back in the swing of things, we're going to be back on our normal schedule. But, of course, always let us know what you think. Send us um, either some comments over on Instagram or on threads now, on Twitter. Uh, maybe you want to go toe-to-toe with Brian in the YouTube video comments. That's all between you guys, though. But regardless, we will see you next time on the Emo Social Club podcast. I have been Lizzie, and Brian is hopefully finishing up uh, that video by now. Hopefully. 
All right, we'll see you later. Bye.